Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Members Podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor. All right, well, just a quick update of where we are this morning. It is just coming up to 11 o'clock. Our index at ASX 200, we're down 46 points or 0.66%, nowhere near as bad as those spy futures on Saturday would have had us believe. Uh, They were down nearly 98 points. So we are a lot better, and we are coming off the bottom slightly. Uh, We did open at 6988.7. We had a low of 6934.1, and we're currently 6947.3. So we're well and truly off our lows at the moment, although it is tentative and it is hardly conviction uh, buying that we're seeing at the moment. But as we expected, uh, the uh, the period, or at least the stocks of strength that are doing okay in the market, to say the least, tend to be in resource stocks today, especially in gold. Gold, in Australian dollar terms, is at an all-time high. So we are seeing some good buying and some great catch-up, I guess, in one or two of these stocks. We've got Newcrest currently up 8 well, 7.7% roughly. Northern Star up 8.7%. And Evolution up 10%. But one or two stocks that have been playing catch-up today, uh, DeGray, which hadn't really been doing much, was up uh, currently 8.7%. And St. Barbara up 10%. So things looking pretty bright in the gold sector today. As I say, Aussie bullion prices all-time high, approaching $3,000 an ounce. Lithium stocks also doing not bad today. Pilbara up 0.8. And BHP and Rio also holding pretty steady. But as you would expect, the damage really being done in the banking sector and also to some extent in the REITs. Uh, We do have the banks. I wouldn't say they're really under a lot of pressure. Of course, the deal over the weekend with Credit Suisse and their shotgun wedding to UBS uh, is very much the focus at the moment. But we have ANZ down 0.8 of a percent, NAB down 0.7. Macquarie, though, clearly uh, taking in a little bit worse as they are potentially exposed, I guess, through their tentacles into Credit Suisse and UBS. So a little bit more uncertainty there in Macquarie, down 2.5%. Also in the second liners in terms of the bank, Suncorp, down nearly 5%. And part of that, of course, is this problem that we're seeing in the US with regional banks and the flights to quality of deposit holders. Not that Suncorp isn't quality, but certainly uh, you would imagine if you had money with Suncorp or some of the other regionals, Bendigo and Adelaide, etc., and Bank of Queensland, then maybe you would be looking at that money and thinking, well, maybe it's a little safer in the likes of CBA or NABs, although uh, there's no reason for that really. But uh, something I have talked about today in the strategy piece in terms of that flight to regional banks or away from regional banks in the US and some implications here. The biggest implication, I guess, is the fact that financial conditions will be tightening. It will be harder for some of these smaller institutions uh, to get funding and get it at reasonable cost. The likes of Judo Bank, for instance, down 2.5% this morning. So we could see a bit of a squeeze on margins and one of the uh, the big arguments for the banks and saw the big bank basket pushing up towards a dollar 191 ish 
uh, back down to sort of 167, 168, was of course that net interest margin expansion. But we are seeing competition for deposits hotting up, and we're also seeing competition for mortgages hotting up. There are a couple of banks out there at the moment. I think St George and Suncorp are offering the $3,000 sort of cash back in your hand deal if you refinance with them. So certainly uh, things are hotting up in the competition on one side and also on the other side. So it is possible that we will see those net interest margins be squeezed. And that is certainly something that we could see happening in European and US banks. And it would be a quasi-monetary tightening. Uh, The central banks up till now have been the ones doing that tightening, but it is now as seen as some of the, uh, the, the major banks and the regional banks in the US and Europe are taking over that mantle in terms of tightening. The rest of the market this morning, uh, the industrials are a little bit weaker. Oil stocks are weaker. We did see on Friday night, we saw that oil price come off. Good for inflation, though, with that oil price coming off substantially. Uh, so that is, uh, that is a tick. That is a hope, I guess, that uh, we see Jerome Powell take into consideration the fact that one of the big drivers of inflation, which has been energy prices, could be starting to wane considerably. And as a result, we may be able to see him take a less aggressive stance. Of course, this week is the big week for the FOMC, and it is not an easy week for them in terms of what they do. And many commentators have certainly given up the ghost on the 50 basis point rise. It was probably pretty courageous of Christine Lagarde to put in that 50 basis point rise last week from the ECB, just before the custard hit the fan in Credit Suisse, of course, which escalated over the weekend. So um, Jerome Powell is unlikely, to say the least, to raise rates by 50 basis points, given that the tightness in banking will affect the economy uh, probably far quicker to some extent than it will through interest rate rises when the savings buffer has been built up in the US and elsewhere. So 25 basis points from the Fed does seem the most likely, but there's certainly a growing chorus that maybe they will pause and not do anything and then wait and see how the dust settles. The Federal Reserve does have twin mandates to some extent, financial stability and price stability. Price stability being that inflation and financial stability being the strength and the resilience and the confidence in the U.S. banking sector, which has been rattled. And there are some thoughts that the latest casualty there, First Republic, which has been bailed out to an extent by some of the big banks putting money on deposit there for 120 days, uh, there are some that consider that is not going to be enough. So maybe the Federal Reserve will put things on pause, on hold, uh, just to ensure that financial stability remains in the market. Looking at the Credit Suisse debacle that we have seen over the weekend, clearly that does have implications for our market at some stage. They are, everything is connected to everything as we know. And there is a class of investment that I hadn't really come across before, uh, those uh, AT1 bonds, the additional tier one bonds, which uh, have been written off to zero uh, by the uh, regulators looking at the Credit Suisse. So $16, $17 billion worth of those bonds written off to zero. So that is uh, quite um, a move, I guess, and we'll obviously see the ramifications of that as things continue to unwind and unravel there today. As far as my strategy piece goes, Jay, just talking about the Credit Suisse uh, shotgun wedding, obviously, and some of the issues there and the potential problems 
with margin contraction, something that Macquarie did highlight in their research today. So bear that in mind, not just for uh, European American banks, but also for Aussie banks as well. We don't get huge dollops of our funding from overseas banks. A lot of our funding comes from local deposits. But as I said earlier, some of that competition is is heating up in that space. Not much news in our market this morning on the corporate front, although we do have uh, some consolidation, in theory, happening in the pathology uh, sector. We have had Helios has had a uh, script offer given to it by ACL, Australian Clinical Labs, uh, to complete an all-script merger of the two pathology businesses, something that I was quite staggered about last week when I went to have my uh, three- to six-month blood tests. They were busy as 10 men, even at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning, when usually things have tailed off because everyone has to go, of course, and do the, uh, the blood test on a fast. But uh, this morning, ACL uh, has uh, lobbed a proposal to offer 074 ACL shares for every one Helios shares. So uh, that is something to bear in mind. There does seem to be some consolidation starting to happen in the pathology sector, which has recovered significantly, certainly by uh, my anecdotal evidence from uh, COVID. In fact, the nurse that took my blood, took, took her a while, uh, who took my blood on uh, Friday uh, was saying that uh, they were busier now than they had been since, uh, or actually during COVID as well. In other news today, Romelius has lobbed a takeover bid for a company called Breaker Resources. So there's more consolidation happening in the gold sector as well. Breaker Resources, not a massive uh, company there. Uh, Breaker will be acquired via an all-script off-market takeover offer. Uh, Breaker owns the Lake Row Gold Project in WA. So again, some M&A activity this morning. And I guess um, on the M&A front, uh, we have had news from the ACCC that they have delayed once again, extraordinary how they've delayed this, Uh, The Qantas bid for Alliance Aviation, it will now be pushed out till the 20th of April. It was due to have the pronouncement on the 23rd of April, but now we have had that pushed out till the 20th of April as they seek more information from all the parties. So uh, a longer wait there, but I guess in some senses it's better than a blanket no And if they're asking for more information, there may be potential there to squeeze this deal through. So we'll see how that one goes. As far as the market goes, though, it is very much a wait-and-see approach that we're taking at the moment. Uh, That is uh, very much in evidence in all the writings and all the strategy that we have been putting in the newsletter. So it is very much that wait-and-see approach. There's no point really trying to dive in just at the moment. The dust has to settle. There's still potential for serious uh, lack of confidence. Currently, the U.S. futures are positive, but it is Sunday night in the U.S., so it can be a little thin. And as we've seen over the weekend, things do change quite quickly in the banking uh, sector at the moment with uh, confidence. And, of course, since the GFC uh, 15 years ago, uh, things have changed as well in the speed of dissemination of information and also the fake news and the whole social media aspect, I guess, of uh, the potential social media runs on banks. We saw that uh, in the last few weeks with SVB and uh, that first national, whereby social media did tend to accelerate events. So that's something to bear in mind. And of course, last week, for those that are 
particularly paying attention to history was 15 years since Bear Stearns were forced with another shotgun wedding to marry into the J.P. Morgan family. So uh, clearly there are uh, precedents for this. And at the time, 15 years ago, it did set the scene for more ructions down the track. So we're certainly not out of the woods yet as far as the market goes, but it could have been a lot worse, as I say. Our bank's very much uh, not immune to it because we are everything is connected to everything, but very much out of the maelstrom at the moment. In fact, Commonwealth Bank is pretty much unchanged as I'm speaking. So at the moment, the market is only down 42 points which is a pretty good result, all things considered. Gold, uh, starring, and as I said, our strategy at the moment is to watch and wait. There will come a moment when it is right to, uh, to go back into the market, uh, but there is no point really in being a hero at the moment unless you really want to sit there and watch the stocks and trade. Gold sector, obviously an attraction at the moment, and uh, a lot of people playing that. And there are some big moves in some of the stocks today. For instance, Kingston, uh, Kingsgate, rather, KCN, which has just reopened the Chattery mine in Thailand after six years of legal battles. It's up another 7.6% today. Even uh, St. Barbara, which, of course, is the dog of the sector, currently involved in that merger with Genesis and Minerals with Raleigh Finlandson in control there, the architect behind Northern Star, putting the band back together. Both of those have been languishing for some time, but uh, we've seen Genesis up 10.2% and even St. Barbara up 8.8% today. So there is certainly some big action in those gold stocks at the moment, certainly today, and even the likes of Iron Ear up 14%. One of the casualties today has been one of the, the massive winners recently, which is Neuron Pharmaceuticals, which we have been highlighting for some time following an On the Couch podcast with the CEO, John Pilcher. But Neuron are certainly seeing some profit taking today. They have had an astonishing rise. They were eight bucks uh, and below before the magic 12th of March date. They did get to uh, close to 13 and a half, 14 bucks, back down to $12.18, down nearly 8% today. So uh, a little bit of pressure on those, a little bit of pressure on one or two things, coal stocks as well today. But as I say, the, uh, the strategy at the moment is to uh, keep our powder dry. We have elevated cash levels, and certainly in fund manager terms, uh, we have very, very elevated cash levels in all of our portfolios at the moment. And waiting for the opportunity, waiting for the all clear, that siren to, uh, to ring true. But certainly if you are interested in uh, more shorter term trades, the gold sector at the moment does provide some opportunities there. And there will come a time to pick up some of the, uh, the leaders on uh, on these falls, but uh, maybe just wait and see how the US and Europe reacts. European banks, of course, coming online this afternoon uh, as uh, we head into this evening, our time. So it will be very interesting to see how those European banks do react to the UBS Credit Suisse takeover. Well, that's it from me for the time being. Thanks very much for listening. Hope that's been helpful, clarified a few of our thoughts, and maybe put you on the right track. We'll be back again tomorrow with the Members Podcast. (laughs) 